Welcome back to my channel if you are listening to this on there or welcome back to my blog if you're listening to this on there. So this episode of She Hate Change is a special one. We have a friend of mine, her name is Ade Girl. She is a singer-songwriter from the UK. She's also a spoken word artist, a YouTuber and she runs iRadiate. It was really great catching up with her and I learned a lot about the UK gospel scene. It's not as big as the US but it is here and it's here to stay and it was great to hear from someone who's in the middle of it. This is a great episode and I know you guys are going to be blessed. Hi Abigail. Hi Paula. So what do you what do you go by? Like what's your like stage name? People know me as a day girl. And like for someone who doesn't know like who you are, what you kind of do, how would you introduce yourself? So I'd say hi I'm Adegirl. I'm a worship leader. I play the guitar. I do spoken words, poetry. Um, I'm a YouTuber here and there. Yeah I'm just kind of an all-round creative. I love to hear that. We're specifically going to speak about um, you being a singer, songwriter and a spoken word artist. Can you just tell us a bit about your journey so far and like how you got to where you are? Okay, so I think it's been a bit of a long one. Um, a lot of people probably just see me on social media and just think like, ooh, where did she come from? But yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of years of kind of writing um, when no one knew my stuff, mm. um, kind of just preparing, um, learning how I write, learning my style, learning even how to song write because that's something that came after I started to learn how to do spoken word poetry mm-hmm. and just kind of finding my voice as an artist. I think in terms of like actual singing, that's something that I've been doing for the last or well, most of my life, but in terms of actually leading worship and things like that, that started when I was 18 okay. and it's kind of just skyrocketed since then. So like in church then? So would you say it was that church? Yeah, so I started in church. I was in gospel choirs when I was a teenager and it kind of developed throughout university. I was the choir director for a society. So I had to lead worship, but also teach a choir, a mixed age, mixed ability choir every week for basically a year. Mm-hmm. And that really skyrocketed my confidence and my skills, just me being able to understand where I'm going as, an, as a worship leader and a yeah, musician. Okay. Yeah. And when do you say, when do you think you started actually like uh, performing I don't really like to use the word performing I say ministering ministering Um, where did you start like ministering like uh, events and and, um, churches and that kind of thing that started actually at university so in my first year I kind of just had a mentality that I really wanted to push myself out there because I traditionally been very shy mm. so I was kind of just like learning to just break free and just be free free with my um, artistry or whatever so yeah that's like in university I started kind of singing at different events mm. um, and then once I graduated that took off quite a bit more but it's taken off the most in the last year I would say mm. I mean you mentioned that uh, like naturally you're a shy more introverted person um, so I'm guessing like going and doing all these events wasn't like second nature to you so can you talk about like how it was going and like doing that and like kind of pushing yourself out the at your comfort zone oh that was ah okay that was the scariest thing I've done today so um I think the first time I did worship I was shaking Mm. the second and third and fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh and probably tenth time I was probably still shaking but I think once you have a mentality that 
this is what you know you've been called to do mm. it kind of transcends the fear and i think it's they people say this um, quite frequently boldness isn't the absence of fear but it's doing things in, sp- in spite of the fear mm. and that's kind of been my mentality for the last few years because i'm still introverted i would say i'm not really so much shy anymore but i'm still i prefer you know, i like my own space but then being in front of the public eye like on social media or at an event it really is out of my comfort zone but the more you do something the easier it gets mm-hmm. at this point it's not that hard for me but yeah it, it just took a lot of brain power took a lot of praying and believing god that this is who you called me to be so i'm going to do it in spite of how i feel that's really encouraging you know like I don't think you understand like I think a lot of people just decide that my calling can't be forward facing because I'm a shy person it's like no no it still could be it still really could be yeah God uses the unexpected it's true it's true no that's encouraging to hear you talked about like doing events and um you know ministering other places what was it that made you kind of decide to create iRadiate or do you want to even actually explain what iRadiate is Oh, my little brainchild. (laughs) Your little baby. Literally. So I radiate, it stems from actually a YouTube series that I started um, called the Radiate Series. And that series basically... I remember that. Oh, yes. OG. Um, That (laughs) talks about basically people using their talents and kind of the lies and the challenges that people face um, in regards to using it. So, for for example, shyness, as we just spoke about, or being too old, too young, too this, too that, unqualified. And so I kind of took the idea and turned it into an event um, where I would kind of invite people that are like-minded who are, you know, young worshippers, mostly uh, singers and musicians, so guitarists mostly, and kind of just give them a platform to use their giftings and to kind of put themselves out there and be bold and to essentially shine their light. Mm -hmm. Because that's the basis of my ministry is Matthew 5, 14 to 16, which is talks about, you know, be the light of the world, the light can't be hidden, shine your light. And so, yeah, I basically put that into the title of I Radiate, which is, you know, radiate is another way of saying shine. So I radiate, we're all meant to radiate, we're all meant to shine, mm. don't dim yourself, use your talent, use your giftings. And so for the last two events that I've had, it's been, um, everyone on the lineup has have been able to play an instrument and sing and they, they kind of generally have a social media presence where they're trying to use their giftings and to the glory of God. So let us know a little bit about the behind the scenes of putting these events on, because like I've done events, it's not small, small stuff to do, honestly. Ah, my sister. So, <laughs> give us the real, real. Okay, the real, real. Oh, okay. So the last two events we had, we organised it from start to finish within mm. three months. Both wow. events. It was hard, right? Mm. So the first event was I had experience in organising events from different organisations, but when it's now your own event, it just it goes from zero to one hundred, basically. So I have a team now, which is kind of actually a bunch of friends slash mutual friends. And it was just a lot of planning. It was a lot of, not bad, to be fair. It was a lot, it was a lot of, like, kind of naysayers. Mm. <laughs> People just being like, who are you? How are you going <laughs> to... Um, a lot of that. But I think it's also been a lot of learning and growing and asking questions mm-hmm. and, finding out how do people do these things or what do I want because I think it's so easy to copy people That's and true. to just do things how other people do it rather than know how you're meant to be doing it um, so yeah it's been a lot of discovering um, I would say the last event we had was a lot more stressful 
because we scaled up quite a bit because it was a live recording slash a worship night and I've never done a live recording before and I've barely been to any live recordings myself so I had to bring on a lot of people who knew what they were doing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, which helps and that's another thing delegating and not being afraid to get people who know what they're talking about on board Mm -hmm. is super important so yeah that it was a lot but I think it was definitely worth stress i mean everything i saw everything i saw on social media it looked like it was amazing i wish i was there hopefully i will be i'll be down in london at a time when it's on it's just it's I, like the first time i was supposed to be there then something came up second time i think i had an event i had my event on the same time so i couldn't uh, come but yeah no from what i saw on social media it looked amazing it looked beautiful yeah. and it looked like god was there so i'm so Amazing, amazing. Oh, we love to, we love to see it. <laughs> um, and with this event, you mentioned that um, you had to really get over any kind of fear of bringing people on who knew what they were talking about, especially with like the live recording. Was yep. there any advice that you were maybe given, maybe with creating iRadiate or just anything in general of your career so far? Was there any advice that you like always think back to or refer to? Okay, so there's advice that wasn't necessarily given to me specifically. It was a Michael Todd, Pastor Michael Todd, that mm. I know. He had a series. He was talking about the fact that if God, God funds his ideas, and that's something that sticks with me because it's essentially saying that if God has called you to it, he will see you through it. Mm. Like whether you feel like you're qualified or not, but if God has called you to it, and if you've planted a vision within you, he will see it come to fruition and he will make sure it does. Um, so that's something that has really stuck with me in terms of irradiate because it was way out of my league mm. if I'm being honest it really was um, and the fact that even me I, I consider myself to still be young to be able to organise two events within the space of like five months of each other mm. for the first time ever within the same year was crazy and God has really just blown my mind with that so I think that's one piece of advice that I keep dear to my heart another one I would say would be kind of if you're doing something just go all in so don't don't kind of do things um, half-heartedly mm. um, which I think a lot of people can do and even me I, I kind of grew up kind of you know okay with just being mediocre and stuff again if God has placed something genuinely in you and you know it's from God then he deserves our best and that's something that I kind of keep at the forefront of my mind when I do these things that I can cut corners but if I know I can do better then I will do better oh. and I will just give it my all it's interesting you mentioned that actually because uh, I was recently reading a scripture it was either Colossians or Philippians where Paul is speaking to the church and he's saying everything that you do in all your work work as if you're working onto God and I just always think back to that like with my day job with you know all the different projects that God has given us why would I not give my all if I've been blessed with this opportunity with I radiate with you God has trusted you with that vision and I don't want to let him down because he has trusted me. And so I, I think that's such an encouraging thing to hear you say. You know, even just with, as Christian creatives, a lot of the time you hear music that the production isn't as great, great yeah, as it should, should be. Don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And it's, it's like we accept it because oh, but they're Christian. They're, no, but why does that yeah. mean that it should be bad though? Hundred percent. It's really bad. like the standard. Anyway, I'm just not afraid. No, no, yeah, you can. Like the standard in the UK is it's just noticeably low, mm. and I would say compared to America, yeah, and mm-hmm. maybe Nigeria because there's quite a lot of people there. But yeah, I don't know. That's I don't true. Know we feel like we were okay with being 
mediocre of things and then that's how people now start choosing worldly music because they know that the standard is going to be better exactly they know that production is better they know musicians are better but when it's a Christian thing it's like okay cool that's okay if things are sticking out or things are unfinished or things like yeah we need to stop <laughs> and that's something that I actually aim like one of my aims is I radiate and just like kind of my team is to mm. just push those boundaries and try and set, set the standards and maintain that standard mm. mm-hmm. yeah I mean, yeah, because you're, you're, so I've mentioned on this um, series before this episode that we have our WhatsApp group chat, the Christian hip hop uh, WhatsApp group chat. Yeah. Um, Ade Girl is actually in that chat. So um, we have actually spoken about in the chat before, like yeah. this whole thing about the Christian standard um, of yeah. like in music where they just do any, sometimes they'll do anyhow, anyhow, but it's yeah, okay because it's Christian. Like the amount of songs, yeah, the amount of songs I've listened to where the lead art- artist ad libs the wrong thing. Why has that made it to the final cut? Why is that okay? Please, you're asking me, I'm asking you. I'm asking them, I'm asking questions. Let's ask care. each other, because, like, no, it's true. And that, I think that's part of why I was so passionate about this series, because yeah. the women, especially the young women that's just, like, coming out with amazing music, we care about what we're doing. Like, yeah. we care that it's biblical, we care that it's theological, but we also care that it's an excellent standard. Yeah, um, and I see that excellence in you, hence why you're in this series. <gasps> oh, God! <laughs> That gasp was so dramatic. No, honestly, yeah, thank God, because it's just not easy. It's not, it's not. It's really not, but yeah, that's awesome. No, it's amazing. amazing. That's encouraging to hear. And I was just even going to uh, mention, like, I, I mentioned, like, the women, how this whole thing is about, this whole series is about women. Do you think, so far in your career, that being a woman has affected anything that you do? Oh my goodness, topical topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> juicy, um, juicy. Oh, 100%. 100%. I would say, in terms of people's perception, or guys' perception, I'm literally about to make a video. Um, yeah. Ooh, what's it? Plug yeah. your channel, plug your channel. Oh, YouTube. Okay, I'm going to drop it in the next few days once my editing gets through. Add uh, it go. So, very simple. Everything on social media is add it go. Good um, branding. Yeah. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> but yeah, no, it definitely has affected. Because I think the way people perceive me even as a musician so I play the guitar you don't really see too many black girls playing the guitar I would mm. say and if you do and I don't mean this in a shady but if you do it's normally to a certain standard I think with me because I, I was professionally trained at first um, nice okay I, small small oh, yeah. small small flex but uh, I lost that so <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been teaching myself for a while. Anyway, I can play something called bathrooms. And that's something that a lot of guys, they just kind of get shocked at. And they're like, oh my gosh, you can play that? So like, I think people, yeah, people's perception of me has been quite, they've been skeptical until they see that, oh, okay, she can actually prove herself to mm. be able to do these things. So whether it's music, even like professionally, um, with the guitar, with spoken word, like I've just got a lot of cynicism. Mm. Um, and I think once with stuff like iRadiate coming out and just me posting clips of me playing like bar chords, it's just kind of turned people's opinions around and I have seen quite a lot of positive feedback. Mm. But yeah, no, it's definitely not easy because we are minorities. In the music world, being a female, you are a minority. Period. Mm. <laughs> so, And yeah. it's kind of mad because we're really 50% of the population. Like... As in... <laughs> but you can't... T- like, you actually can't really tell. Especially in like the UK gospel scene. Mm. There are females, but there are a lot of there are a lot more males who are, I would say, doing a lot more, seem to have such a lot more of a spread mm. um, 
whereas the females don't tend to be doing as much and it's quite sad it will be like one or two of the key females but you know we're changing that one day at a time one month at a time it's interesting you say that though like especially the uk gospel scene like with this series i've actually interviewed a lot of like americans um yeah a lot of americans actually and um and then cast she's from new zealand so like Oh, I love her. Yeah, so like it's a case of just like comparing their scene where there are a lot more females who are maybe a bit more seen. Our UK scene is generally male. <laughs> it's just generally oh, yes, really male. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Like, I think a lot of people don't even realise, but I think once I started entering the scene, I was like, oh, well, my lady's actually. It's true, it's true. Ah. I feel like they're just called on to like come and do a singer hook on their on a rap song. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I think female, and this is another thing I've noticed, that a lot of females have just a stereotypical female role. Mm. So yeah, they would do a hook, or they would be a BV in an event, mm. or they would, I don't know, release like one song and then not release a song for ages. I don't know, it's just sad. It's just sad. It's but true. it's okay, because God has a character. Amen, amen. I've raising up people, and I have noticed that. Even with like, you mentioning um, Cass, mm. Cass, I would say like, in terms of, She's at the top of her game, I would say. Well, she's getting there. And there's not many people kind of like her because she produces her stuff, I yeah. think. And that's, to see a female producer, even when I heard that, I was like, whoa, okay. Because that's not common. And then with people like One Day, mm. she is she not like the only female? She's like, also, she's episode one, by the way. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Like, yes. To that. <laughs> but yeah, she's a minority too. Like, like even in those scenes, to be at the top of your game, a lot of it, a lot of the people are males. So if you are a female and you're at the top of your game, it's amazing. Yeah. But why is it like that? Why exactly. <sighs> that's. I think that's what made me so passionate about this series. Like, I've seen how much like sexism and patriarchy is actually like infiltrated the church. Yeah. Number yeah. one. But then also just like Christian music in general. And it's not just even a Christian hip hop thing alone. Even with like gospel music, you have like Tasha Cobbs and yeah. like all these big, big names. So they should be the most like successful and the most famous. And But they're not necessarily. You still, yeah. you still have like, dream. yeah, do you know what I mean? Like you still have like the guys and like yeah. the, the women will feature on their songs and it's things like that. And then just, I'm like, okay, you know, it's cool. And this is not like. I don't want this series to turn into some kind of like, like shade throwing <laughs> shade or extreme yeah. feminism or anything because yeah. it's not that like and we have our this goes back to like gender roles and like what what men and women were created to do and all that stuff but like yeah. with music we were all created to worship we were all created yeah. to use music to worship so even if you can't sing you can't even do it you don't even have rhythm you still were created to worship <laughs> you're still created to worship so I just I, I never understand why patriarchy will even influence things like that should which shouldn't be affected at all but it still does so it does and but i mean things are changing and even with your series and just different things happening in the Mm. industry like i am seeing changes and we are globally i think maybe maybe slower than we expected or thought Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's definitely still happening yeah, we just need more series like this. We need more people just taking the initiative, more yeah. women just being confident in their value and, and their abilities and their giftings. And it's true. It's true. And we're, we're seeing it. I think I think yeah. it, my my whole thing is that it's not, like you said, it was not happening as fast as I thought it would. It seems like yeah. the world is doing it quicker than we are, which is really sad. Yeah, really sad. True. But we just have to pray in it. God help us all. Amen. Amen. <laughs> 
so we're really interested in hearing what 2020 has to serve you. Like, what are the things that you're excited for? What can we be looking forward to hearing and seeing from you? Mm, exciting. <laughs> I think my main thing next year is releasing songs. Ooh. Um, I know, like, it's been such a long time coming. People have really been on my back about this. But I think the live recording was kind of the, um, the initial stage of releasing my song so mm-hmm. now we have visuals for it too amazing so yeah um, so that's yeah I've really, really been planning ahead for that so yeah you'll be hearing quite a few singles of mine drop in the new year when they drop I'll let you know amazing <laughs> but they're definitely gonna come and I'm super excited for that because that's something that I haven't ever done before so, oh, yeah that's an exciting new stage yeah <laughs> no it's been a long time coming it really has but I think again going back to what you said it's just making sure that standard is there, mm. which is probably why it's taken quite a while because I wanted to do things right and I wanted to do things at the best of my ability. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. watch out. Oh, amazing. Any more iRadiates? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're definitely going to have another iRadiate. Um, I think because the focus is releasing music, I had two this year, but next year it's probably going to be one, and it's probably going to be close to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So, definitely watch out for that. Nice. It, will, it will happen. Okay, so what I'm hearing is you've got big plans, but at the same time, it's kind of like when God says it will happen. Yeah, I think it's yeah, finding the balance between me being uber eager and me paying attention to like the actual right timing. Because mm. yeah, I think that's something that is important to remember as a creative, even that it's not every time you should be posting, posting, posting. Sometimes you wait on God and there's a season and a timing for everything, so you don't rush the process that's true yes, yeah that's where I'm at right now and as a creative like with the different things you do obviously with YouTube alongside like being an artist being doing spoken word and music how do you make sure that Christ is at the centre of it all without it being like you know Christians love this word corny and like you know how do you make sure that it is still Christ centred okay one of the most important things I've done is making sure I have good people around me so people that will speak life into me people that will call me out if I'm just doing the most mm. people will just that check on my spirituality check on like what I'm doing I think yeah that's, that's foundational to keeping me grounded with everything I do I think also just knowing that if I'm pouring I, I can't pour out from an empty cup and that's another thing that I do mm. quite dear to myself is that if I know that I'm ministering a lot I need to know that I'm having that personal time I'm having that quiet time I'm having my own worship time and stuff like that because you actually can't you can't physically just keep pouring out if you're just empty that's true and so yeah I do try to make sure that my actual relationship with God is is as good as it can be and it's not always easy if I keep it 100 it's just it's just isn't and sometimes there are times when it's it's difficult or you feel like you could be close to God but I think just being intentional uh, intentional about your your time about your uh, praying and just keeping God at the centre and remembering why you do what you do Uh, is that like too PC I don't know no 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 it was amazing like no, I think it's always interesting hearing from different creatives how their process makes sure that Christ is still at the centre because I think everyone does it differently. Like, yeah. I'm a very... Um, I think things through and then I write a lot. Within that process, I have to make sure that, wait, am I still thinking, does this align with the Bible? Does this align with yeah. Christ? So with musicians, because obviously I don't, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a singer or a musician, I always like to see how that entangles with what they do. So yeah, with this series, people are going to find out how different musicians, like from different genres, do that. And I think it's been interesting to hear that from like my main, my favourite two artists, Bondi and Cass, who are on this series. And hearing their process has been very interesting 
interesting. And I think comparing it to you, who's a UK artist, has also been very interesting. So Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited, honestly. But yeah, like, is there anything else that you think that we should hear and know about you? I think a lot of people, when they think of Christian artists, they normally think of one thing. Mm. So it's quite one-dimensional or two-dimensional is what people say. Yeah, two-dimensional rather than 3D. And I think in terms of me, I do try to not put myself into a box mm. because I, you know, I do have to YouTube, but spoken word, musician, and just different things, singers, some of, like all of those different titles, I think it's important to understand that people don't have to look one way. Like mm-hmm. Christian artists don't have to look one way. I think Christians can box people in quite easily too. If they hear you sing, then you're a singer. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just sing. It's they easy. You do gospel. You sing gospel. Right? They do anything. They dare. They do dare rap. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Hopefully, when you see me, you, you see that there is there is potential to do more than one thing as a Christian, and there's mm-hmm. potential to do it well. That's inspiring. You know, like very oh, inspiring. <laughs> We thank the Lord. <laughs> Honest, Christ, okay. do you know how? Do you know what? Do you know what it is? Christian women are so boxed in. Like, yeah, anything you put out, that's okay. That's your label for the rest of your life. And I don't know why people do it. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Same. I'm still trying to work it out. I really am. But I think I think it's just maybe it's just normal to want to box things into like to compartmentalize. Mm. So it's like, oh, this person's singer. This is their brand singing. They must sing. This person is a, a, a female cook. She must cook. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. We used to be a bit more open-minded, I think. Do you think that's a church thing or like a Christian thing? Because I'm thinking like like Cardi B or like Nicki Minaj, you would never expect them to do one type of song for the rest of their career. But one day, like if um, the time of the, I don't want to like make this a thing, but like the time when Tasha Cobbs decided to like have Nicki Minaj on her album. Ah, tables were flipping. And pe- people were doing backflips. Like it's just kind of like, it's, it's, it's so like, oh, you, you've, you've drifted too away from what we expect from you. But like, you yeah. don't put that same kind of restriction and standards on non-Christians. And I'm not saying we should be held to the same standard as the world. Of course, yeah. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that why do we put so much pressure and labels on, on Christian women? It's just... Yeah, that's a, that's a good example. I think, I don't, would, it, would you say that it's Christian women or just Christians in general? Like Christian artists in general. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely Christian artists in general. But I feel like I, maybe I, exp- I, I see it more because I'm a Christian woman as well. But like, uh, genuinely, okay, like so I think yeah. the Christian men that also like gen- uh, creatives are praised for doing things creatively. No, uh, that's true. Like that is true. They yeah. can they so let's say they do photography. They do like one stylish photography and it's amazing. But like me as a photographer, if I decided that I wanted to branch out and do, I don't know, black and white photography or event photography or, I don't know, like maternity photography, it would be like, oh, yeah. okay, I thought you'd do this. And, uh, and like, yeah. even if it's not like in a hurtful or harmful way, it's very just like shock, horror, who said yeah. you could branch out kind of thing. 100%. Okay, no, no, I fully understand. I've literally got that so many times. With, you know, yeah, no, it's true. And, an example with me with like spoken word that's a very at least from my perspective I think it's a very male dominated mm. UK even in America actually with PIA I think yeah mostly males. yeah I, I think I think that's the thing I was most scared of doing just because I was I was entering a very male dominated sphere yeah I think people just they just confused like you're like wait you sing you take guitar why are you doing poetry <laughs> what is this? but I think it's a mindset that's it it must be a mindset in the church I don't know I really don't know 
one, you need to pray about it, but two, also, people need to see that it's possible to do it and to yeah. do it well. Like, with photography, there are amazing photographers. Like, actually, there's certain pictures that you, t- you took of me a while back that actually are one of my favourite pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be uploading that soon. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you just have to kill it. You just have to be good at what you do and it's show true. people that it's possible. I appreciate you saying that, you know. Thank you so much. Um, oh, God. I'm loving this I'm really am but yeah like as we come towards the end I have like a few classic like I call them classic Paul and Melissa questions because whenever I do interviews with like anyone that's a Christian so any kind of Christian creative I try and like put these two in because or even not even just Christian artists actually anyone because I think it just shows a lot about the person their art or their vision in life and it gets them thinking about like why they do what they do so we would love to know like what would you what would you like your legacy to be so when in years to come what would you want people to associate with your name and who you are oh that's such a fabulous question um (laughs) oh my goodness okay legacy i would say using the gifts and the talents that god has given you and using them well that could be something that transcends any sort of stereotype Mm. or or anything that any generalization about you as whether you're a woman or man or boy or girl whatever um i think that's really big for me and just worshiping god like with everything Mm. like with absolutely everything you have whether you have a past that would indicate that yes this is what you can do or whether it's something that is a shock to the people system Mm. i think just make sure you do things boldly and don't look down on, on how you started out oh I like that I like that what you said that, um, the last bit don't look down yeah wow last thing how can we the people that follow you on social media the people that watch your videos you know and um, attend your events how can we be praying for you and, and lifting you up in prayer oh this is a sweet one um, <laughs> I would say just pray that what God has started mm. within my ministry and within my even my growth as the someone who was extremely shy who's now very much in the forefront of people's eyes um, just pray that it doesn't run out like like the fire doesn't doesn't run dry mm. and the flame continues to burn and that I just reach where God wants me to reach basically mm. as a Christian as an artist as a human we will definitely be praying thank you for sharing that with us and thank you so much for speaking with me honestly oh, thanks for asking me I was honoured wait cash one day <laughs> stop. stop it oh my god thank you and of thanks for the course. series too it's amazing thank you thank you so much I know this interview is going to bless the people listening so so thank you for listening to this episode of SheHH. Don't forget to like and share and follow us on Instagram at she.h.h and check out more of my stuff on paulamelissa.com. If you would like to join our CHH Music WhatsApp group chat, check out the link in the description box if you're listening to this on YouTube or the link in the post if you're listening to this from my blog. I'll see you next time. Bye.